Hey girl, welcome to the Empower Her podcast, where we are all about taking purpose-driven action toward building lives we really freaking love. My name's Keisha, and I'm a multi-passionate entrepreneur who left the corporate world to follow my gut and leap into the online business space. But most days, I still feel like I have no clue what I'm doing, but I'm obsessed with the process of us getting to figure it out together. We've got epic guests with incredible stories, tips, and tricks to help us get out of our own way and unapologetically make some moves. So girlfriend, let's do the damn thing. Hey girl, I am so excited that you're here because today we've got a juicy topic. We're talking about why we've got to do hard things, how to build up resiliency, come back from a setback or even honestly like a face plant. And I'm going to share with you a different perspective that might be helpful for you of why I think it's a requirement that we're doing things outside of our comfort zone. And I'm just really excited to hear what you think about it because I think you're going to really vibe with it. But before we dive in, I don't know if you know about this totally free service that I have called Texts from Cache, but if you don't, you got to know. Essentially what it is, is I have a texting service. Again, it's totally free. And when you're on the list, you get a text message from me on Sundays and one random time throughout the week. And it's designed in a way where it's like if a fortune cookie and like your saucy bestie like had a baby, short little pump up texts um, that either just pump up your day or give you a different perspective that might be helpful for you. So if you want to join the list, check the show notes of this episode for how you can actually join. Or of course, you can always head on over to Instagram at Keisha.Fitzgerald. I always answer my DMs and I'm happy to give you the link and direct you in the right way. But I just wanted to keep you in the loop if you didn't know, because I'm having so much fun with it and getting such good feedback on people that it's hitting home with. So like, it would be weird if I didn't tell you. So now that being said, it is time to dive into a real talk saucy episode. So let's do it. First, think about When was the last time that you did something hard on purpose? This is where podcasting can get awkward, I realize, because I was going to insert a dramatic pause, but dramatic pauses are awkward. Honestly, just think about it. When's the last time that you did something really hard on purpose? Because I think it is so dang important that we choose hard. It's important that we get to build up that muscle of resilience so that when we do get down, when life throws a curveball, it actually feels really weird to stay down because we are so dang used to getting back up because of that resilience muscle. And when life throws curveballs, because of course it's going to, being more resilient will actually help us navigate those curveballs more effectively. And it gives us an opportunity to feel proud of ourselves and build confidence as we also build resiliency. So holy crap, it's so important. But truth of the matter is, when we're doing hard things, it doesn't always feel good. But that's so normal to feel scared or uncomfortable when we're growing or just doing something outside of our comfort zone. So we're going to talk all about that in today's episode. But first, I want to set the stage here. And I want to explain to you a pattern that I see often. I've had it in myself and I've seen it in women that I've worked with or even people that have listened to the podcast. Here's how it goes. First, you think, ooh, yes, I'm pumped. I really want to go for it. I really want to do that thing. And you get yourself super psyched, but then almost instantaneously afterwards, you think of that last time that you missed the goal. 
or things didn't go according to plan, or you threw in the towel on something that you said you were going to do, but you threw in the towel prematurely, or like you thought it was going to go one way and it just got totally screwed up and went a completely different direction. So then because you start to think of all those times that it went wrong, even though you're really excited, that excitement starts to diminish because you assume that those things that happened previously are going to happen again. So you're scared to really commit. And if you don't really commit, you might not get where you want to go. So when you think about maybe it's for you starting a new business or a blog or a podcast or going back to school or a new career path or navigating a new promotion, moving across the country, starting a new relationship. Honestly, anything that feels hard because it's outside of your comfort zone, but in the back of the head, you're starting to think about why you expect it's not going to work out. So then you choose not to start. Or as soon as it gets hard, you say, screw this. This doesn't feel good. I'm out. Well, If that pattern hits home with you at all, I just want you to know I hear you. You are so, so hurt, trust me. Um, And you're not alone in this. But this is a topic that I have really focused in on personally. So I actually have two mindset tips that I want to share with you that I think could be really helpful. The first one is around how we can actually train ourselves to want to build resiliency in order to make ourselves proud and to set ourselves up to be better able to handle future curveballs. And the second tip is around the concept that we've got to expect that it's not always going to feel good to grow or do hard things, but we do have the choice of how we rebound from those things that don't go well. So first, let's dive into the first tip. What if we could actually train ourselves to think, hey, I'm going to go into this full force even if I'm scared, because even if I have a setback or I fail or I face plan, which is often what we're so freaking worried about, you tell yourself you are still going to win because you're giving yourself an opportunity to stand back up and build resiliency, an opportunity you would not have if you didn't go for it. And one simple way to change your perspective on this is to really force yourself to build the habit of thinking back to when things went wrong, something that you failed at, something that didn't happen on your timeline and how that actually served you because it didn't go the way that you expected it to go. Like, what did it teach you that you wouldn't have learned if it actually did go the way that you initially wanted it to go? I bet you there's a lesson that you could not have possibly learned if you didn't have that setback or that quote unquote failure. And if that's the case, Dang, girl, it looks like you've got to be proud and honestly even grateful for those setbacks, which means even if you do the hard thing and it doesn't work out, you still win. What's up? Right? And if you need extra ammo, one thing that I think could be really helpful is to actually make a list of some of the things that actually went wrong, didn't go according to plan, which some would deem as a failure or just didn't go the way that you really wanted it to go, but how they redirected you to something even better or how they actually taught you something that you knew that you needed to learn, but you didn't have any opportunity to learn it yet. Using those experiences as evidence to prove to yourself that hell yes, you can do that thing. And even if you don't win, you learn. So you still win, right? And another tip around this, This one's so freaking powerful for me. So I hope that it is for you too, which is 
thinking about how much more difficult it is to do something for the first time because you don't have that muscle memory or what I've actually referred to in a previous podcast episode that I'll link for you in the show notes is that anchor experience, which is the time that you did it for the first time that you could look back on as evidence that you can do it now, right? But when you're doing it for the first time, it's unfamiliar, But how are you going to get the experience to make future times easier to navigate if you don't do a hard thing now to prove to yourself that you're capable? I literally don't know, girl. So we got to buckle up. And I'll give you a couple of examples that I can use from my own life. Um, For example, one, building a business. I actually started a network marketing business on the side of my full-time job in 2014. And then I left my last role in the corporate world. Back then I was working at Google in corporate recruiting in April of 2015. That was my last time that I worked in the corporate world because I went full-time with my network marketing business, partnering with Beachbody. So that experience, I remember how freaking hard the first year of that experience was. And I had no idea what the heck I was doing as you know, with anything that you're starting that's new. Um, but what's interesting is because of that experience, now I'm building a new business in addition. It's called She Goes. If you haven't heard me talk about it yet, check out KeishaFitzgerald.com for all the deeds. But I'm going into this expecting that the first year is going to be the hardest, but I'm not freaking out about it because I remember the first year of building my network marketing business and how freaking hard that was because I had that experience. Now, when it does get hard to build this new business, it's not as scary, even though it's different, you know? And honestly, same rules apply for anything like a hard workout program or something like running a half marathon. The first time I ran a half marathon, it was definitely hard. I was like, my legs are on fire. I might die. I'm literally just going to pull over. Am I going to pee my pants? Am I going to poop my pants? I don't know, right? But once you complete it and none of those things happen, you're like, what's up? I can do whatever I set my mind to. You feel unstoppable. So your future self needs the opportunity of you choosing to do hard things to feel proud because once you've done something hard, you've then also not only given yourself an opportunity to feel proud, but you've proven that you can do hard things. And that's going to help you in the future navigate it next time with more confidence. So girl, you are legit robbing yourself of an opportunity to not only make yourself proud, but set your future self up to be able to navigate things more effectively and have a little bit more oomph and like pep in your step if you choose right now to do things outside of your comfort zone. So basically do the hard thing now to learn and grow, but also to be more prepared in the future because you've got this killer resilience muscle that's just like, what's up? I can get back up. Okay. Now tip number two, I think it's really important that we expect that it's not always going to feel good to grow, but we still get a choice to proactively decide how quickly we're going to rebound if it doesn't go well. So I want to dive into this a little bit. I obviously realize that you and I are not robots. (laughs) So of course, we're going to be scared to do something new. And of course, it's not going to always feel good to grow or push ourselves to do hard things or things outside of our comfort zone. But isn't that really freaking important? And shouldn't we be celebrating that feeling 
right? To know that you care about something so much that you're emotional about it, like you're so scared, you're petrified to do it. It's because it matters to you. Why not use that as a signal that you're on the right path? You're not expecting it to always feel good, but this matters. Because girl, think about how lit up the world could be if we all committed to doing things that matter to us more, even when we're scared or kind of want to pee ourselves. Because yes, the bigger the goal or the more scary the thing it is that we are looking to do, the harder it's going to be for us to reframe this as a positive or a learning opportunity if it doesn't go according to plan. And honestly, the more that you wanted it to work out, you know, whether that was a business opportunity or a relationship or whatever, the more emotional it can be if you don't get it. But girl, that's expected, right? Like when you really think about it, duh, of course that's totally normal. You can cry. You can even ugly cry. The kind where your snot gets in your mouth. It's totally cool. You missed the goal. That thing didn't go out according to plan. You wanted it. I'm so glad that you had something that you wanted and it mattered. Yes, it sucks, but it happens. And it's also really helpful for you to move forward that if you decide, number one, it's going to feel crappy sometimes to grow and step outside your comfort zone. And you definitely could fail. But what if you use the fact that you could proactively commit to choosing a quick rebound time? Would that help you take more chances? Right? So in previous episodes, I've talked about the 24-hour rule to help you take action in your life. Like if there's something on your heart that you want to do or just like in your gut that you know you want to do that you can't accomplish tomorrow, you can use the 24-hour rule to just pick one thing that you're going to do in the next 24 hours to get you moving in the right direction. Well, I also think we can use that same 24-hour rule to come up with a reason of why even if it fails, it still serves us. So I really think that the difference between successful people and those that aren't seeing as much success in their life is how long they let themselves stay down. Because what successful people do is they just get up faster and they look at this proactively of like, of course, it's going to suck if I fail. Of course, it's going to feel overwhelming. Sometimes when I'm growing, it's not always going to feel good, but I get to choose my rebound time. I get to choose how long I let myself stay stuck. They see it as their choice rather than like the world is happening to them. They see that the world is happening for them. They seek out opportunities to do hard things or even to fail or choose to do things that they could suck at because they know when they fall down, they get an opportunity to stand back up and into their power. And they're even better than they were before they failed because they learned something along the way. And we legit do not have the opportunity to learn the lesson that comes from getting knocked down and standing back up if we don't do hard things. And it's interesting. Real talk, I I think it's really, really interesting that some people go through life thinking that they're comfy and then they're they're like inside this little comfy like bubble zone and they don't want to do hard things. They don't want to ever step outside their comfort zone. They don't ever want to like let anyone down and they think they're in this bubble. 
But then something minor happens and they don't have the tools in their toolbox to literally learn how to be resilient. So sometimes those are the people that actually spiral down into this devastating, like deep, dark black hole because they didn't choose to do hard things, expecting that it was going to feel crappy sometimes or owning the fact that they get to control how long they stay, like stay stuck or stay down because they didn't know how to stand up because they didn't learn it from the smaller hard things that they could have chosen to do. So can you proactively commit to understanding it's not always going to feel good to grow, but you can do it anyway because you know ahead of time, even if it doesn't go according to plan, in 24 hours from when you failed, you're going to find something that you learned of how you can actually grow. And from that, not only do you have the concept of the 24-hour rule like in your pocket, but what if you just tried to fail more and do more hard things? I wonder what type of person you would become in pursuit of all those goals if you just went into it with this perspective, right? So to recap, number one, we have to train ourselves to want to build resiliency because we know it's going to make our future selves proud and it's going to help set us up to better navigate future curveballs because like life just throws curveballs. That's the way it is. And girl, once you have done something hard, remember you've proven to yourself that you can and that's going to help you so much more approach life with more confidence in your bucket. So freaking cool. And number two, we have to start expecting, it's not always going to feel good to grow, but we can always choose our rebound time. We can proactively use this 24-hour rule knowing that even when we go into something, if it doesn't go right, we get to choose that we're going to learn something within 24 hours of doing it because hello, that's how we're always going to win, right? So you know when you choose, because yes, girl, that's a choice to do hard things. You're now giving yourself this opportunity to be resilient. You get to choose to stand back up when you do something hard and it doesn't go according to plan. And as that resiliency muscle builds, it's building confidence. Confidence is helping create this pattern in our life so that we can become these women that know we can go after that thing that we want that's on our heart, that's in our gut. Because if we fall down, we know how to get back up more quickly. And after time, we keep standing back up and it's going to feel so much normal to stand back up than it does to stay down. So then all of a sudden we're off chasing all of our big dreams with tons of pep in our step. And now real talk, girl, the choice is in your hands to do hard things, to fail more, to get back up more, to learn more and to keep on going. And what's crazy about this whole journey is you're just warming up. You're just warming up on all of your potential. I know this. And we are in this together, girl. So grateful for you. Until next time. Thank you so much for listening. If you love this episode, I would so appreciate it if you share with your girlfriends or better yet, post it on Instagram stories and tag me. Then I can personally say thank you for helping me get this message out there. And if you didn't vibe with it, just keep that to yourself. I'm kind of new here. Still trying to figure it all out. Talk to you soon, girl.